The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. And we'd like to welcome you to another edition of Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio. And catch us on the LI News Radio app and listen wherever you are. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Boards Association, serving Long Island School Boards since 1959. Thanks for tuning in each and every week and hearing about some of the things that our students are up to in our schools across Long Island. And this week in our spotlight, we'd like to welcome the Garden City School District and their school district based in Nassau County. And we're going to hear about some really good programs that they have and speak with a handful of their students. But we want to welcome the superintendent of schools for Garden City, Dr. Sinha. Welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools, Doc. And, uh, you know, we're going to cover two different areas here on the show today, and we are very excited. And, you know, Garden City is a really good, high-performing district. And, of course, most recently, back-to-back LIC champions in football. So congratulations on the recent win. But you guys have really been employing technology and getting very innovative with how you deliver instruction in Garden City. So talk to us about that. So first of all, Bob, thank you for shining a spotlight on our school district uh, today and providing us with a platform to showcase uh, what we're doing in our schools. And we're also proud of our uh, football team. So thank you for that. So, you know, the first uh, area that we really wanted to touch upon was on innovation. And when we talk about innovation, we're talking about integration of technology, uh, how we're using our spaces, our learning spaces, and then also hands-on learning for our students. And, you know, when we talk about these things, we are we're not just saying introducing new gadgets or things of that nature, but it's really uh, holistic rethinking of how learning environments and tools that we provide our students that can foster creativity, collaboration and critical thinking. So you're going to be hearing from our students in some ways that we're employing that in our schools and particularly around I think technology has change the landscape of schooling in a, in a very, um, it, actually it's very uh, rapidly. So you'll hear that from our students as well. Yeah, listen, everything has been changed dramatically by uh, technology and it's ever evolving. Things are cropping up every day that makes the work environment new, uh, how we get our information new, and it's best to learn how best to embrace these tools and make sure that our students are prepared for the way learning is going to be delivered tomorrow and more importantly, what's required in the workforce for the jobs of tomorrow because you know things things like you said are changing so quickly and schools are really just trying to keep up and it's been a really big huge huge shift that we've seen many positives over the last couple of years in particular we want to also welcome the director of technology and innovation miss mcguire miss mcguire how do you keep up is my question to you we never really keep up we try to stay ahead as best as we can but I think the big, the important piece here is it's it's so much, the tool is just a way to leverage learning. And I think that that's what we're really been trying to focus on is building a team of educators here who understand not, it's not about the Chromebook that's in the student's hands. It's how are we using the tools that we can access through the Chromebook. It's the team that we've assembled, our tech team we call them, is really tries to keep ahead of the curve on so many things and bring them to the educators that are here so that things like AI, when that came out last year, it became the big buzzword. We didn't want everybody to be, the initial reaction is fear. And we didn't want that to be something that impeded them from using it in their own work or in the classroom. So we really set out to 
educate them basically is, is right. really have them have an understanding of how AI can be used in the classroom. And, and in the short span of one year since that's been out, look at what how much has happened, right? We went from chat GPT to that's probably the least mm -hmm. impressive of everything we've seen so far. So, and it's embedded in so much that we do. So I think it's really, our focus has always been about less about the actual Chromebook in people's hands. It's really about how can you engage students? How can you transform their learning experiences through the tools that are available to us? Totally making it interactive and relevant for those that are learning it because their world is very different. Listen, I no longer read a physical newspaper anymore nowadays. I get my information online and how we get our information is entirely different. And I love the fact that you're embracing AI because it it shouldn't be afraid, you know, something to be feared. It's something to embrace and focus on the positives and try to minimize the negatives. We're going to talk with some of the students who, well, listen, this is, this is their world that they're living. And I'm curious to hear how the innovation and technology that's employed there at Garden City is helping their learning. And we're going to start off with Isabella. Isabella is a high school senior at Garden City. So Isabella, talk to us about how you go about making sure that you're learning as much as you can and employing the technology that's given to you. And, and what do you think are some of the highlights that Garden City offers you? I think definitely getting given a Chromebook has helped me in so many ways because it's allowed me to do access more things online with resources given to us by the school. And it allows me to do more work at home if I like I don't have my own Chromebook at home. So it allows me to do work when I don't have the technology I need. and it just helps me overall, like inside and out of school with everything Garden City has given me technology wise with all the programs that we are given inside the classroom that we can utilize at home as well. And how do you think this has helped your learning to prepare you for the next steps? You're a high school senior for when you are going to be eventually an alumni of Garden City. How do you think the innovation that Garden City is employed is going to be helping you in the next steps? I think it allows me to have more independence and gives me more opportunities to learn for myself with access to the internet and um, programs that are able to help me in the long run. And I believe that all these resources will help me not just in college, but in the future after college and will allow me to have a good basic understanding of how to utilize everything that I've been given in school and use it in the outside world. Great. And we want to welcome Diego, who's also a high school senior. Diego, my question for you is, you know, uh, that we touched on it, artificial intelligence. How have you been exposed to that and have you used it in any way? And what would you say from a technology standpoint or the innovation and project-based learning that you guys are doing? What would you say is the part with project-based learning that you look forward to the most? Well, yeah, obviously technologies an ever-increasing part of our lives and ai especially ever since it came out last year it's been a big part of school and everything and in school we have used ai to like analyze our our work and our learning to improve it and it, it like it's not using ai is a tool not like a replacement for a human like you use it to enhance what you do and in terms of the project based learning we have a project lead the way class in school which i've done all four years and we do projects every year and they're very helpful to like be able to do hands-on learning with technology, like such as we've used projects uh, and programs such as Fusion, Revit, which are helpful because they're actual engineering programs that you can use later on in life after you graduate. So talk to me about the project that you're currently working on this year. 
currently we just finished a Rube Goldberg machine using Vex, where we had a. Um, I'm not sure if you know what Rube Goldberg is, but it was like a old older show where it, it was kind of contraptions that made it like a longer machine. Yep, I, I've built some things in that type of fashion, and it's never worked out well for me. <laughs> well, we learned about simple, simple machines this year in Vex, which is a like a kind of like a Lego, but like more advanced. And we had like pulleys and wedges, and we had to use those to make a longer contraption, and it actually worked very well. Great. Also, want to welcome James, who's also a high school senior and off the air was technology man extraordinaire. James, welcome to Spotlight <laughs> on Long Island Schools. So I, I'm curious about your thoughts. I, and, you know, I, I thought Diego said it great. AI is a tool, not a replacement. My question for you is, how do you discern the information you're getting out of AI if you use it, you know, from a media literacy standpoint? How do you editorialize your work to make sure the data is accurate and the information is up to date? Well, to build off of what Diego said, it's definitely just a tool. It's something to add to your work. It's very clear, at least to me and to a lot of people that I've talked to, in English class, per se, you can take your assignment, put it into ChatGPT, and the answer that you get is not at all something that a human can write. For a human, you can pretty easily determine if something is written by AI or not. Of course, that gap is becoming smaller and smaller each year as technology progresses, but it's really just, in my opinion, a tool to use to brainstorm just to use it to get your foot into the door and then write the rest of your essay in your own words instead of using ChatGPT specifically. Yeah, and teachers could discern their students' voice in the work, so to speak, if you will. They, they know your patterns in speech. And very quickly in our last minute, talk to us about the impact of project-based learning on your learning there in Garden City. Well, Project Lead the Way for me, it allowed me to see a lot of the different engineering programs. Project Lead the Way, the four-year course, introduces students to four different types of engineering from aerospace engineering, the principles of, of engineering, civil engineering, and even a little bit of electrical engineering and computer science. And for me at least, and I want to go into computer science and electrical engineering post-college, it just allows me to see all of the different options of engineering and it would allow me to specialize in a field of engineering if I chose to do so in the future. Great. We're having a conversation with the folks from the Garden City School District. We were talking on technology, innovation, and project-based learning and how it's impacted their learning, including artificial intelligence. And the kids are way more smarter with their grasp of artificial intelligence than some of the adult fears. When we come back from the break, we'll continue our conversation and shift gears to the music and fine arts. You're listening to the Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio and out on the web at linewsradio.com. And we'd like to welcome you back to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 103.9 LI News Radio. And again, catch us out on the LI News Radio app. Take us wherever you're going. Spotlight on Long Island Schools is brought to you by the Nassau Suffolk School Board Association, serving Long Island school boards since 1959. Continuing our conversation with the folks from the Garden City School District. I think this is their first time on the Spotlight on Long Island Schools, but I don't think it's going to be the last time because they have some really smart kids in the first segment that was talking about technology, innovation, and project-based learning. But more importantly for me, they're healthy, healthy, realistic uh, perspective about artificial intelligence and how they're using it and how I, I think it was said tool, not a replacement. And, you know, you could discern human work from artificial intelligence work when it's handed in. I, that That's a big takeaway for me. But we're going to shift gears to the music and fine arts part of 
the learning environment there at Garden City. And listen, you know, it. we hear about STEM, but STEAM is so important. Arts is all part of it. And Dr. Sinha, you know, so many people lose sight sometimes of why the arts and music are so important in a child's educational experience. Talk to us about the investment made there in Garden City. Sure. Thanks again, Bob. So, you know, when I think about, um, you know, fine arts, arts, music, you think about creativity, how important creativity is for our students. And I think it's one of those areas that um, when kids come to school, they're naturally curious about the world around them. And I think the uh, art and music, they play such a significant role uh, with our children as they move up from kindergarten all the way to grade uh, till they graduate. And you see that progression of that creativity. And I'm really proud that in Garden City, we really promote that. So I love the fact that we have our students, so many of our students, even like today, you'll hear from our seniors, some of our seniors, but um, we have so many students involved in some sort of music, some sort of the, uh, uh, part of our arts program. So um, for us, I think that piece of it is important. And the performances, the best, absolutely uh, the best performances we always, see in our art shows as well. Always the highlight of being a board member is attending the concerts, the plays, and, and just seeing all the work and all the productions and all the artwork with the art fairs on the wall and some of these things that kids are creating nowadays. Just always been a highlight for me for many, many years. We want to welcome to Spotlight on Long Island Schools, Ms. Hauser, who's the coordinator of music and the arts there in Garden City. So, Ms. Hauser, talk to us about some of the programs that you guys have going on. We just completed the season and you know usually there's a concert going on every night and you probably haven't seen your family for a bit uh talk to us about the offerings there and some of the things that you got coming up in the spring sure so the holiday season was definitely very busy for us in garden city i'm pretty sure we had a concert almost every night and these concerts are just an extension of really the great work that's happening inside the classroom and students uh learn by doing and I'm so proud that we're able to offer a plethora of experiences for our students so that they can take the great work that they're doing in the classroom and bring it to the community in a variety of ways, whether it's an art show, whether it's um, in the hallways, whether they're speaking to their art, um, to their family members, or whether they're giving a holiday performance um, or giving a solo performance. There's so many opportunities and we start these opportunities at such a young age. So at every level in Garden City, um, their students have an opportunity to participate in an art show or individual art contests or exhibitions or in music, they could do NISMA or all county festivals. And then there's performances at every level. I think we are one of um, the few districts, I don't really know of another district that does a full grade, fifth grade performance. And I think everyone at this table can um, can remember their fifth grade musical experience, whether they were tree number 42 or whether they were the star of the show. Um, everyone plays a instrumental role in putting on a full grade production and that's at fifth grade. And from there, um, every year, there are opportunities to perform and share all that they're learning inside the classroom about being a team member, uh, communicating visually or musically, um, and just creating the whole student and learning by doing and providing all of these experiences is uh, to our students is what I value and what the district values in um, preparing students for what comes ahead in the future. 
Love it. So critically important and so glad it's alive and thriving well there in Garden City. And we're going to welcome Anna, who's a high school senior. So first off, Anna, tell me how you're involved in the fine arts. Uh, where, What do you perform, whether it be an instrument or vocalist? Talk to us about your involvement with the fine arts there in Garden City. I'm in, um, I'm a singer, so I'm in uh, Garden City's Chamber Choir. I'm also in vocal jazz and in the school musical. So you're a slacker, hardly involved in anything. So, <laughs> and, and you also have time for learning someplace. And, and what is the musical this year, Anna? It's Mean Girls. <laughs> mean Girls. Okay. Yes. Mean Girls, the musical. I'm trying to trying to pitch it out in my head, but I'm sure there's some good stuff there. And and in the chamber choir, what instrument do you play? Uh, I'm a I'm a soprano. Oh, oh, sorry. Chamber choir, not an instrument. Your instrument is your voice. So, and you also do jazz vocal as well. You said. Yes, I'm student director of vocal jazz. Student director. So, what does a student director of vocal jazz do? What is your responsibilities in addition to singing? I occasionally will like warm up the group. So that's just like tell everyone to stand up and sing through the warm up. So to prepare everyone for um, rehearsing our pieces. Um, I also will take attendance and help pick pieces that we're going to sing. So you're responsible for like sometimes herding cats, getting them all in a room, settled down <laughs> and get everything going. I got gotcha. you. Exactly. How long how long have you been performing vocally? Kind of for as long as I can remember. I know Mrs. Hazard touched in the fifth grade plays like that was definitely my my star in the music programs. Well, I'm not going to lie. I'm glad my school did not have it in fifth grade because I, I have a good voice for radio, not for singing, though. So in fifth grade, it's probably <laughs> even worse. Also want to welcome Samantha, another high school senior there. Samantha, same question for you. Talk to us about your involvement there in the arts program at Garden City. At Garden City, I have always prospered in the art department. I consider myself a multifaceted artist. I have directed my own movies and short films. I have dabbled in claymation. I paint. I draw. Just anything. Directed movies and claymation. Now, claymation, you know, I don't think some folks realize how difficult that is. So how long does it take to, say, do a five-minute piece with claymation? Uh, it's it's kind of hard to gauge because I have done it over such long periods of time where I'll just give up and get really frustrated and come back weeks weeks later trying to resolve where I left last off. But yeah, it takes a very long time. It's very tedious. And yeah. All right. And how does Garden City support all this creativity? I mean, you're a director, movies, claymation and other things with the arts. So how tell us how they have supported your aspirations with your creativity. I think that it's so important that Garden City fosters such a relationship on individual levels with their teacher. I'm very close with my amazing AP art teacher, Mr. Undorfer. The conversations that we have shared just about how meaningful art has impacted us and how important it is in our life. It's such a poignant and beautiful subject that I love to talk about with anyone, especially people that actually understand what they're talking about. So I think that it's so important that we have such creative and beautiful people on our staff team that have totally fostered my creativity and my friends as well. Uh, warms the heart to hear these type of comments about the appreciation students have for the program offerings. James, we're welcoming you back. You were in our first segment with Innovation Technology. Talk to me about your involvement in the arts there at Garden City. Yeah, well, I've been in Wind Ensemble for the past four years, and for the past two years, I've been part of Chamber Winds, which is the combination of orchestra and band, and I play as the alto saxophonist. 
So you're so you're like the cool guy. You got the alto sax <laughs> going on. So wind yeah. ensemble and also uh, and and you're saying combination with the band. So how long have you been playing that instrument? And what are your aspirations uh, beyond Garden City? I know you said you computer engineering. Uh, how's music helping you with that? Yeah. Well, I plan, especially after college, to pursue primarily computer science and engineering. But I think that playing an instrument, especially the alto saxophone, which I've done for the past eight years, that has allowed me to really express myself. And especially during times where I have to really study for, say, physics, which is a very intensive class. And playing my instrument allows me to really relax and definitely cool off some steam. And I think that Garden City has done a great job of both supporting the academic aspect and then the music and art aspect. James, are you looking forward to the musical Mean Girls? <laughs> I am. I've enjoyed Garden City's musicals and plays for the past bunch of years. They really are incredible. Yeah, they, they really are. And like I said, I, you know, I'm going to have to look into it, maybe get a ticket and go see the show. I want to thank all the folks from the Garden City School District. Dr. Sinha, uh, a lot to be proud of there. Congratulations. You are, you know, project lead the way and using innovation and technology to support the students and keeping in mind the arts and music and, and supporting collaboration like Claymation and directing movies. A lot of good stuff happening there in Garden City. Congratulations. And we hope to have you guys back very soon. And we want to thank all of you for tuning in this year to Spotlight on Long Island Schools. And we wish you all the best and a very healthy, happy new year going forward. And once again, thanks for tuning in each and every week to Spotlight on Long Island Schools on 1039 LI News Radio. And again, catch us out on the web at linewsradio.com. Happy New Year. The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors.